Welcome to the Back to Me Project, College and Beyond, Episode 94, Add Value Naturally in Your Career with Daniela Gunu. Anyone who adds value is never going to be broke. Even if they're not trying to go and, you know, sell whatever value that they have, people are always going to seek them out because they see the value that they're adding. So just start adding value in people's lives. Hello, everyone. It's your host, Yoli Tamu. In honor of Juneteenth and the many ancestors who paved the way before us, we encourage you to commit to build a legacy for yourself and the community that has poured into you. In today's episode, we invite international speaker, coach, and author, Daniela Gunu, to join us to share her passionate commitment to young adult success. Find out why God is her master strategist and learn the routines and practices she uses to achieve success and set an environment of gratitude. Enjoy. We're just coming off of the Juneteenth holiday, and it's such an amazing time. And it's all about moving forward and being a legacy in our own communities. And I thought of this powerful young lady that I wanted to bring to the podcast. Miss Daniela Gunu is with us. She's a speaker. She's an author. She's an incredible young lady. Love to have you with us. Thank you for being with us, Daniela. How are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've I've been to your site. I've seen you're doing so many things about helping young people transition as entrepreneurs and ultimately being, you know, a legacy in their families and in their communities. So we're so glad to have you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Mm -hmm. So now you are primarily focused on the young person in their transition to the workforce. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. I love helping young adults, whether they're entrepreneurs or professionals, really getting serious in their trade. So right now I'm doing a lot of work with people starting out in corporate and interns and things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they specifically come to you for that transitional purpose, I would assume. Yes. Okay. Do you find that there's a lot of anxiety with young people when they're thinking about transitioning to the workforce? Oh, absolutely. Especially if coming from high school or college and not having any experience in corporate and you're in these boardrooms. I meet a lot of young people who are, you know, very, very nervous, high anxiety. And I help break that down and get them to realize that they're actually an asset so that they walk away knowing that, you know, they're going to do really well in their professional career. And in turn, they do awesome with my strategies. I really help them, you know, just look at themselves differently so that there's that anxiety is much lower. Mm. And was there somebody in your life that inspired you to pursue young people or maybe it was just your own story? I would say first and foremost, God, I know I'm for sure called to young people, just as Jesus Christ was called to love people. I know I'm called to young people. I've always found myself in roles where, you know, in college, even in my high school. And now I've always been in roles where I'm supporting young adults in some fashion, whether it be entrepreneurs, people in corporate, people just trying to figure it out. I just love, love, love that demographic. And I think it's really because I have found a way, and I think it's just the great of God, honestly, to be very resourceful from a very young age. I always find how to get from point A to point Z. I don't care how long it takes, but I'm always going to be very resourceful and find my way there. And I love helping other young adults kind of learn the same because a lot of them 
just look at themselves as too little, you know, not enough experience. And they just don't often think that they can get things done. So I love helping people build that desire, helping them build, you know, that ability to actually go for it and get it done. Mm-hmm. That's so powerful. I love that you said God is your immediate resource. I love that. Now, when we talk about anxiety and fear, you know, just that transition. Wow. How do you help them just overcome it just to make that leap so they can just truly become who they really are in the workforce? Yeah, absolutely. I think number one, I always say fear is a lack of conviction. So, you know, when you're fearful of something, you're scared about, you know, a consequence that may or may not happen in the future. Right. But when you're really, truly convicted about something, you really don't care what's going to come because if your conviction is pushing you to do something, you're doing it because of you believe that this is what you should do. It's part of your purpose. It's part of your why. So whenever somebody approaches me with fear, I always first do a purpose exercise with them. Like, why are you doing this? Why are you in this role? Why are you passionate about this? Right? Because I think that when you can get to a solid rock of conviction, honestly, you can do literally anything. (laughs) Right. When mm-hmm. you have so much belief for something, when you feel like this is part of you, who you are, it is your core, right? It is really part of who you are. You're going to go forth and conquer without caring if, you know, somebody down the street is going to not like your Instagram post or, you know, you're just not going to care because this is your number one priority and you're, you're going to go for it. So I love, you know, doing why exercises with my clients who have that fear it's literally called finding your why. And a lot of that is just asking questions about, you know, what are you passionate about? What do people often ask you for help for? What makes you really upset? So this is some of the questions that I ask to, you know, get closer and closer to what they're really passionate about. And then when they're going for that in the workforce, there's no fear, right? Because it's, it's exciting for them. They feel this is something that they're made to do. And so therefore they don't really care what the consequences that are ahead. Mm, mm. And I love that you said finding your why, man, everything starts with our why, our reason. And you also emphasized in our conversation before about just being authentic. So that helps you also be authentic, would you say? Yeah, absolutely. And I think also with that is, you know, this world is so much bigger than yourself, right? So I always lean on God, like I lean on the Holy Spirit heavily. And I do this with my clients as well, because when you take off that pressure off of yourself, I just feel like there's just so much more freedom, right? So I always say like, God is my master strategist, okay? Whatever I'm doing, like I go to him, he's going to give me the master plan. He's literally my business coach. And this Mm -hmm. helps my clients as well because then you're going off of what you know to be true and not what you're thinking, you know, may or may not work. It's just a lot less pressure and it really helps my clients excel. Mm -hmm. Very, very powerful. God is your business coach. Is that what you said? Yes. I love that. I love that. And so how do you tune in speaking spiritually? Do you have a practice? Do you go into meditation? How do you tap in to really know that you're being guided by spirit? Yeah, absolutely. I only listen to the Holy Spirit to be specific, but I have a morning routine and I just make sure to read my Bible in the morning, pray to God in the morning, and honestly, just talk to God throughout the day. I actually have in my book coming up a challenge called the 2 a.m. challenge that kind of helps a lot of people, young adults, get into this process of breaking out of fear and forming a routine that allows them to push towards their purpose with God. But yeah, it just looks like having a routine and tuning in to the Holy Spirit, listening to him and taking actions from there. Mm, 2 a.m. So does that mean you're up at 2 a.m.? 
Well, it's kind of figurative, right? Because sometimes I'm up at 2 a.m., but I think the premise of it is the first thing that you do when you wake up is to start that routine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very important. Yes, routines and rituals are very important. What's the first thing you do? What's what's one of your rituals or routines? So wake up and then I go straight into the word of God, you know, pray. And then after that, just listen, meditate and listen to what God is telling me to do for that day. And it's amazing because I actually get instructions for every single day, which is so exciting that I'm not walking this earth alone. I might do this by myself. I know I'm doing it for the backing of my father. And it's mm-hmm. so to go further faster and then right from there i'm like right into my to-do list like getting things done and i always tell people do the hardest thing first because you have more energy in the morning right mm-hmm. and then that's my work day i work out and then get ready for bible study and then go to bed so that's pretty much my schedule in a very mm-hmm. high level but i think to add to the fear aspect as well is to surround yourself with people who build you. So I think a lot of people have fear, not even because they don't think they can do it, but because they're worried about their friend who's not really a friend to judge them, right? Mm-hmm. Worry right. about the boss who really just met them yesterday to judge them in a way that they're going to think that they're not good enough for their job. But if it's mm-hmm. people who are, you know, very, very positive minded, who are doing the thing, it's going to be so much easier not to be scared because you're really not going to think like that because people around you are really building you. So I think your network and your surroundings are super important when it comes to really wanting to be successful in corporate America or whatever you want to do. Yeah. I mean, what you're saying is some very powerful stuff. And I'm just thinking for that listener that's never really had a spiritual practice or, you know, identified with the higher power for you to say, you know, just get still and listen what do you do to kind of identify spirit coming through? Are you just like breathing and through your breathing process, you know that the positive messages are coming through because, you know, we hear so many things in our head. And as a young person, (laughs) you hear all kinds of things in your head. So how do you identify that you know that's the Holy Spirit coming through in your stillness? That's why I like to read the word of God first. The first thing I do is to read the Bible because the Bible is like, if I'm getting something from God, it's never going to come against or be different from, you know what I'm saying? The word of God. So I always align those thoughts to the word of God. And if it's different, then it definitely wasn't God. And Mm -hmm. something I've learned with God and the Holy Spirit is that as you obey him, like his voice just gets more clearer and clearer. And the Bible says, my sheep knows its shepherd's voice. So you just know. You really, when, you know, the Holy Spirit or Jesus is talking to you, you just know. And I know in the beginning, it might seem like, oh my God, this is a lot hard. I've definitely been there. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, obeying and listening to the first instruction and going by faith. And as you go, you'll get to see that you actually know the voice of God. But, you know, outside of that, that's why we have the word of God. Praise God for the Bible, right? (laughs) Because even so much instruction about how to live your life, how to approach people, how to, you know, navigate social situations. So even in that alone, I think there's a lot of ways that you can overcome fear and really step into a place of purpose in your workplace with unapologetic personality because the Bible teaches us that we're overcomers and we're victors, right? And we have confidence because we have Christ. So even just with that, you can go with that word. Man, so powerful. I had no idea we would go into a spiritual, (laughs) (laughs) but I was just called to say it to you because, you know, we have a lot of listeners and a spiritual 
connection is definitely what I emphasize in what I'm doing without trying to preach religion to anyone. You know what I mean? It's like I like to meet a person where they are because they're in touch with something greater than themselves. And the Bible is definitely a great manual, I like to say. You know, I've been even told in my lifetime that it's a life manual. So even if you don't have a religious belief per se, it is a life manual. What you're saying is, is very valid. Those scriptures will direct you and support you. So thank you for laying it out that way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so now you've written your own book. Well, congratulations on that. What's the title of the upcoming book? It is Your First Corporate Job Made Easy. Ah, okay. And that was inspired out of what, consultation with, with your clients? Or what was that inspired from? Yeah, I started speaking for colleges and universities as well as corporate firms for new hires. And I was thinking like they really need a tool that's really going to help them. And again, once again, it was really instruction from the Holy Spirit telling me, hey, I really want you to step into this realm and really help some of these young adults do it right and do it without fear. So that's really what the book came from. So <laughs> I got you know, the, the things I've been teaching, what I've been learning, even in my own career, because I also work full time as a product manager at a hospital and in their IT team. So I've been using these strategies and it's been working excellently for me. I have a past in consulting. I worked for one of the big four accounting firms. So I worked for PwC for two years out of my career. So definitely coming out of college and going into PwC, most people will say that that's like a big leap and very hard. But just by the grace of God, I've learned so much about how to really present yourself in corporate and, you know, get a lot of salary increases, boost really quickly if you're just applying the strategies that I teach. So I love what I do because I do it literally for my career and to help people do it for their careers as well. Oh, very cool. So you're definitely practicing what you preach. That's cool. <laughs> so now you told us what they can expect, which is great. So can you offer us a couple strategies, like maybe one or two that stand out for you? Yes, absolutely. Some of these that I'll share probably will come as a shocker. But the number one that I love to share is that you have nothing to prove. I think a lot of people step into their first job thinking, oh my gosh, I have to prove to them that, you know, I'm worthy of this role and I have to prove to them that I'm going to do well. I have to prove to them that, you know, they, they hired me for a good reason. But I'm always like, no, like I want you to step away from this thought process of, oh, I have something to prove. Because what that does is that puts you in consistent fear of not being good enough and also not perceiving yourself the way that you want them to look at you. And that's never going to allow you to be truly yourself and authentic, right? That's always going to make you become someone that you're not because you're thinking that they want somebody that you're not yet, right? So I always tell people, stop trying to prove something, stop thinking that you have something to prove. And instead, I want you to add value. Right. I want you to go in there with who you are, bring all the personalities. You know, it's funny because I am proudly Christian and anything that I do, I don't care if it's corporate or whatever, I'm always going to prophesy the name of Jesus. And meetings, I will say, I say, praise God. You know, and at first I was like, oh my gosh, I can't say praise God because, you know, I'm in corporate, but people are absolutely and loudly, you know, cursing and doing other things. So why can't I be authentically me? And I can't. Mm moment I started doing that, that is the moment when I started seeing a lot of increases in my career as a very young person professionally. Mm -hmm. Growing up 
with who I was. I no longer was trying to prove anything, but I was adding value where I saw fit. So I am a very energetic person. You can probably tell on this call right now, I'm very loud. I love to smile. I like to have fun with people. So I bring that to the team and, you know, make our beginnings of our meetings more fun. You know, I would suggest more fun activities for us to do to for our team building. And that is something that is such a huge value add for our team that is so used to always being heads down and doing hard things, right? If you have someone who can laugh and make you have fun, that's amazing, right? Or what is something that you add value to naturally? So start bringing that to work. And what you'll find is that people will actually want to hang out with you more, pay you more, and it's just going to be a great time. So my testimony was I actually, during the pandemic, when I was still working at PwC, more than half of our team got downsized. And the reason why the client kept me, I was the only kind of like associate that they kept on the client. And because the client had a lot of trust for me because I had built such a great relationship with them outside of just, you know, working and providing good work. I was just so fun to be around. And that's literally why I got to stay on and not lose my job. And what was amazing was because of that, I won so much more work for my company PwC at the time, because I was able to relate to the client more than other people were. So I always like to say that to say that you don't have to be this, you know, square person who never does anything wrong, never laughs or anything like that. You don't want that. You want to step out and be somebody different. Just don't feel like you have anything to prove. Just be yourself and just watch your career just soar. I love it. I love it. That is so cool. And with that, you're going to develop your relationship skills, your conflict resolution. All of that is going to come forth when you're being true. Yeah, exactly. And the other one I love to share is to stop saying sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what we say very, very easily, commonly, everybody is always sorry. But it's funny because when you look at the definition of sorry, it literally means to be distressed or to have like a high feeling of remorse about something. And it's crazy enough, most of the time when we say sorry, we do not feel distressed and we have no remorse about what just happened. We just <laughs> be someone, right? right. So that I encourage clients to break instead of being sorry. And what that does, it actually shifts the conversation to be, uh, hey, I'm really thankful for you for waiting on me. If so, for example, if you're really late to a meeting or something, I will literally log on and say, thank you for waiting. I don't care if it's my manager or a partner or whatever the case may be. It's better for me to say thank you for waiting, to acknowledge that person for their time that they spent waiting for me instead of saying, oh, I'm so sorry, I thought that was going on. Because then I'm starting the meeting with like a stressed environment and I want to start a meeting with a gratitude environment. Same thing with your friends and you're going out for drinks or something and you meet them and, you know, you're late. Hey, thanks for waiting for me. Like very simple. When you start replacing thank you with sorry, just watch what will happen. People will perceive you as so much more confident and they will just trust you more, right? Because they will believe that you actually had something important that you had to wait for. And that's what they thanked you. So it's just a complete, you know, mind shift about how to carry yourself in corporate. And I guarantee you, it's really going to help you succeed. Oh, that's so powerful. That's like walking in the room, being grateful. Exactly. Exactly. That's great. That's so good. Well, hey, Daniela, you are a powerhouse. Okay. (laughs) You are amazing. And like I said at the top, you know, in honor of Juneteenth, you know, I always like to wrap up with encouraging words for our young people. So for that person who wants to, you know, leave a legacy and, and make a powerful impact in their community, what advice do you have for that young person? 
absolutely. I would first start by saying focus on your why, right? Like we talked about briefly earlier on, it's so, so important. In order to have impact, you have to have conviction. You have to have a reason why you're doing something, right? So I would say, you know, fine. You can have a call with me if you want, or, you know, find a way to really figure out your why. What are you really passionate about, right? What really excites you? What do people usually call you for? What really ticks you off? Those are some of the questions that I ask people to help them figure out, hey, what am I really here for? And honestly, pray about it. Go to God because he literally made you for a reason. He sent you on this earth for a purpose. And it's not tacky. It's not, you know, something that you can just ignore because usually you're literally made for that thing. That's the number one thing I would say. And the second thing is find a way with that why now, how can you help people? How can you add value to this world? Something I've learned is that Anyone who adds value is never going to be broke. Even if they're not trying to go and, you know, sell whatever value that they have, people are always going to seek them out because they see the value that they're adding. So just start adding value in people's lives tied to that why so that you become the go-to person for that thing. I think that's so, so, so huge because think about it. There are people that are no longer on this earth, but we have tied them to a way that they added value on this earth. So what is something you can add value to, right? And to help others so that you become the go-to person for that one thing. And I guarantee you, you're going to form a lot of impacts that way and make a legacy. Oh. Beautiful, beautiful, powerful. Thank you so much. Now you mentioned they can reach out to you. So how can they find you online? Yes, I have a YouTube channel, just Danielle and Gunu. I post a lot of content on their self-development and career development for young adults. And I also have an Instagram that's like follow me on Danielle Gunu. And I also have a website, just DanielleGunu.com. Very simple. I'm a very simple person. <laughs> but yeah, they can hook a coaching call with me if they would like to. And then we can go from there. Very cool. So good to have you. Thank you for being with us. And I know you told me earlier that, you know, as a native of Cameroon, you have aspirations to grow out there eventually, right? Yes, absolutely. I'm excited. Eventually, I will be opening a school in Cameroon to teach people what we're talking about here, right? I'm just so passionate about young adults. And if I could open a college for young adults out there to change their mindsets about things, that would just be so, so powerful. So I'm excited for that. Mm, and it has been a pleasure meeting you. Thank you for being with us. This was great. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I'm excited that I was on here. Hi to everybody who joined and listened on today. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So we'll talk soon. You have a good afternoon. We'll talk soon. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us. As you start building a life of legacy, remember to lean in with your valuable authenticity. For more information about other episodes, remember to subscribe to the Back to Me Project, College and Beyond. I'm your host, Yoli Tamu. Leave a review at the end of this podcast. And if you would like to learn more about our upcoming live events, visit our website at thebacktomeproject.com. Until next time, be well.